Hello, I'm Kim Vermeer, and welcome to the Green in Action podcast, where we share stories of green leadership in affordable housing. In this episode, we're going to explore what the housing crisis looks like in New Mexico and what green leaders at HomeWise are doing to meet it. First, let's hear from local voices. Good evening. The housing shortage for low-income renters is a problem the state of New Mexico is no stranger to. But the issue is heightened due to the economic downturn caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. The New Mexico Coalition to End Homelessness estimates the city is short of affordable housing by 5,000 units. Finding an affordable place to stay is even more difficult than before. A report from the National Low-Income Housing Coalition draws on data from 2019, showing this has been a problem in New Mexico for years. As these clips from KRQE Channel 13 News and the Santa Fe New Mexican tell us, Santa Fe New Mexico is a city with a real housing crunch. As a national vacation destination, Santa Fe is in quite the bind. The tourist industry that keeps the local economy going also makes it prohibitive for residents to buy homes. In Santa Fe, the available, well-located housing is bought up by out-of-towners. What's left is often poor quality, inconveniently located, and expensive. And much of the rental housing is used as vacation rentals, only available to residents in the off-season. That leaves locals looking to buy with two bad options. Buy an older home in poor condition to stay local, or buy a newer, better quality home, but far from their neighborhood. 53% of the workforce in Santa Fe commutes from outside of the city limits. And that's a result of the high housing costs. The supply was so low, additional housing was needed in order to maintain affordability, the basic supply and demand picture there was not enough supply and people were being forced out of the city. Meet Carl Davis. I'm the construction manager for the community development department at HomeWise. And Carl's colleague. My name is Daniel Slavin. I'm the senior director of real estate development with HomeWise. In this episode of Green in Action, Carl and Daniel share how HomeWise, a Santa Fe-based nonprofit housing organization, grew to meet this challenge and how their commitment to green guided their approach. Communities were being displaced. HomeWise realized that they couldn't meet the city's evolving housing needs without their own organizational transformation. Let's go back to where they started. For many years prior, HomeWise operated in a traditional role as a CDFI, or a Community Development Financial Institution. We're a mortgage lender and loan servicer for um, our community. Through our training, we're able to then basically put together our mortgage financing for our customers. As Daniel said, initially as a CDFI, HomeWise tried to solve the lack of local resident home ownership with home buyer education and mortgage support for low-income clients. HomeWise has a rich background and history here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. We started over 30 years ago doing home ownership counseling. Um, there was a problem of generations getting priced out of their homes in Santa Fe, and we wanted them to be able to do home improvements and also be able to stay in their homes. 
our work is really in response to that need, to the need of working and middle-class folks having a space within the city. The market in general has not provided that space for them. As the housing problem got worse and worse, they realized that their business model of educating potential home buyers and providing mortgage loans was not keeping up with the market pressures. It was time to think about the supply side. We believe in creating home ownerships to help people build sustainability and wealth. We've used home ownership as something in Santa Fe and where rental rates have just skyrocketed in the last 10 years. And the best economic stability you can have in this town is to own your home. HomeWise wanted to prevent displacement and build community wealth. They were rethinking their strategy for how to do that when the recession hit at the end of the aughts. A developer had purchased a seven-acre vacant site in the less developed southwest area of the city and had gotten it permitted for redevelopment. But when the housing market crashed, the original buyer backed out, and HomeWise saw their opportunity. They bought the land and decided to take the leap into development, envisioning what would become the El Camino Crossing project. HomeWise saw El Camino Crossing as a chance to make the market in an underinvested, lower-income area that was beginning to experience redevelopment pressure. They knew that to make El Camino Crossing a success, they had to go all in. El Camino Crossing is a subdivision with 40 single-family homes and 35 condo and live-work units, plus commercial space and a playground. You know, this is a different capital outlay for us, too. As you build a home and sell it, it's much different than building 12 or 13 or 16 homes in one time. So it's a different transaction type of development. When they started construction in 2017, HomeWise had three main goals for El Camino Crossing. To create a walkable and bikeable community center where there wasn't one before, to provide work-life flexibility for residents, and to build high-quality, green, affordable housing. El Camino Crossing is located off Agua Fria, part of the historic Camino Real route, and near a major commercial intersection at Siler Road. The real challenge was, okay, residential housing is great. The only people who can walk to a restaurant in Santa Fe are those who are lucky enough to live down near the plaza because it's not a walking community besides that. Maybe it was designed for horses back in the day. It's not made for a lot of walking. It's made for more of the car traveling. We were gonna try to create a subdivision and with the mixed use, be able to create some commercial entities on Agua Fria, on the main road, that people could finally walk to. And so I think it was the holistic uses of the community that really attracted HomeWise. And, and it was a first for us. It was our first mixed use development that we've done in Santa Fe. Daniel's vision included a new commercial magnet for the community, creating a there there. Carl added, How to make a community in our development, not just a series of houses on a dead end street, but actually the design is intended to foster community and foster neighborhood feel, as well as have some, some amenities in the commercial and live work spaces that are on Agua Fria. Artists and small businesses are integral to Santa Fe's resort-centric economy. 
In the El Camino Crossing development, HomeWise built on those communities' strengths to meet their second goal, providing flexibility for residents. This project has some live-work units and some commercial storefront or what will probably be a restaurant or something. So this, this development has its own gravity. It will have its own resources to some degree where people can you know, walk from their home down to a restaurant or into one of these live workspaces. You might have some services as well. Doubling down on the mixed-use amenities, El Camino Crossing offers residents flexibility in how to use their space. Many of the homes include a casita, or little house, a small building that residents can choose to use as a garage or as a workshop, artist studio, a business space, or even as an accessory dwelling unit, or ADU, to create additional housing for family members. The flexible uses that are going to be a part of the community was definitely a guiding principle when we actually designed the single family. So we have a rear load detached product, which basically allowed you to do a half garage, garage, portal, casita. We have an art therapist uh, using half a casita for business use while living in the front. So we really tried to focus on the opportunity of the uses and harness that in our design. That flexibility supports HomeWise's goal to create a development that offers residents stability and opportunity. After the break, we'll discuss HomeWise's commitment to sustainability at El Camino Crossing. I hope you're enjoying this episode and our first season of Green in Action. We're already getting excited for season two and we're looking for ideas. Are you a green building practitioner doing innovative and vital work? Or do you know of people, projects, or programs at the forefront of sustainable and equitable community development that our listeners should learn about? Submit ideas for potential future episodes of the pod at our website, urbanhabitatinitiatives.com. We look forward to sharing more great stories in season two, and we'd love for yours to be one of them. Now, let's get back to the show. Carl and Daniel understood that green building is fundamental to sustainable home ownership, especially in an arid desert climate like New Mexico. We have low water supply. We have a high solar possibility and efficiencies. So it makes it in a number of ways the right spot to be concerned of your environment. Their third goal was to build homes that were resilient to New Mexico's climate concerns. HomeWise pursued green certification programs as a pathway to achieve their resilience and sustainability goals. El Camino Crossing received Lead for Homes Gold, as well as Build Green New Mexico Gold certifications. We always do the best we can with the housing stock to make it as sustainable and resilient to climate change as possible. Drought resilience was a priority. The development saves 41% more water than standard homes through a combination of water-efficient indoor fixtures like washing machines and toilets and through xeriscaping for the yards, which is low water use landscaping. Water conservation is good for the environment, but it also helps keep bills low for residents. We are hoping to create the highest quality and most affordable housing we can for our clients. And one of the great benefits of having an energy efficient home is that you have low cost of operation as well as a healthier indoor air quality, 
one way we can help our client is to create housing that we know is sustainable, housing that we know is healthy, and housing that we know will have a low cost of operation going forward. HomeWise decided to go all electric at El Camino Crossing, and they included solar PV, or photovoltaic panels, with every home. Four panels for the single-family homes and two panels for each of the condos. I'm most proud of having the courage to have an all-electric product that incorporates a solar array. They've got high-efficiency heating and cooling and ventilation systems in there. Any of these homeowners going forward can add on to their solar array to move towards a net zero housing stock. And I think that is where the housing market in the future will be going. But I think HomeWise is showing leadership in that aspect of having an all-electric, high-efficiency small shared wall space in Santa Fe is something that I'm really proud of. Building homes with solar and still keeping them affordable for low and moderate income buyers is a challenge. But with their experience as a CDFI, Daniel used a clever strategy to accomplish this using the new markets tax credits, a federal investment program targeted to low income communities to generate the funds needed for the new owner's mortgages. We were able to secure close to $13 million in new market tax credits for 53 front doors. And so 40 of the residential homes and 13 of the condo units. So it's been a major success. It's allowed us basically to take that subsidy, to put it into deferred loans and have over 35% of the community be under an average median income of 80. And um, it's been a major success. Typically, solar panels for single-family homes are only an option for those who can afford it. Daniel's innovative use of the new market's tax credits meant that they could offer homes with solar panels for moderate-income home buyers. This is a major achievement. I'm definitely proudest Uh, a full execution and compliance with the new market tax credits. I know it's very geeky, but my background is finance and accounting, so that's how that works. From innovative green strategies to clever funding arrangements, HomeWise keeps pushing the envelope. After the break, we'll discuss how they applied lessons from El Camino Crossing to their work in Albuquerque. Another line of work at HomeWise is single-family acquisition, rehab, resale. Most of this work has been in Albuquerque, which is a different kind of housing market than Santa Fe, with different pressures. So HomeWise's strategy there looks somewhat different. In the Albuquerque area, we've been focusing not as much on new development projects, but on smaller acquisition rehab, single-family homes, basically in our target neighborhoods, identifying homes that have been vacant or abandoned, maybe boarded up by the city or that neighbors have identified as a problem causing trouble for the neighborhood. So we try to focus on those so we can have the dual impact of, you know, increasing the housing stock where we're working, but also stabilizing the neighborhoods we're working in too. Green strategies guide HomeWise's rehab work too. So I like to think of my work when I go into a house, I think in this matrix of health and safety, durability, energy efficiency, and comfort in that order. In Albuquerque, as in Santa Fe with El Camino Crossing, 
Homewise's commitment to their mission led them to evolve from rehabbing one home at a time to focusing on block-by-block -block redevelopment. You do take these leaps. You do stretch yourself under your current scope of your daily tasks. And then all of a sudden, we're doing 16 infill townhomes in Albuquerque. So stretching is tough in the current moment, but once understood, you understand your capabilities. It just creates more opportunities. And so that's our always biggest takeaway. HomeWise continued their shift to becoming a developer and owner in Albuquerque. One thing they'd learned from their experience at El Camino Crossing was the need for good quality commercial space to anchor a community. This has expanded their vision for redevelopment. In the neighborhoods where we focus, we're creating a full ecosystem of opportunity, whether it's for small businesses to have a space to operate, an opportunity to get into the market and serve the communities that we're working in. We sort of marry the home ownership bread and butter of HomeWise with also a little bit of economic development and commercial redevelopment in our target neighborhoods. In one recent project, HomeWise acquired a vacant commercial property for historic preservation and commercial redevelopment, in this case, a drugstore that had been a vital part of the community since it had been founded in 1883. The B. Rupee Drugstore, which is a beautiful old historic drugstore, sort of a holistic medicine center that had been in the community for decades that had fairly recently stopped operating and the local community groups had identified it as like a really important cornerstone to the cultural and economic vibrancy of the neighborhood. So we acquired the V Rupee building and completely renovated again, updated it, making sure the plumbing was functioning and making sure the sewer lines were cleared out and the electric was safe and there was a new high efficiency HVAC system, new storefront windows. And then once that renovation was complete, we opened it up to community use. HomeWise started by activating the space as a free pop-up site for community events. Any community member, any community group could sign up for free and utilize the space. We had a number of community events, including like historic photos from the neighborhood. You know, a group of folks had like a nice photo exhibit and different art exhibits. They eventually secured a permanent tenant, the Secret Gallery. And now this local artist collective, where craftspeople sell their goods, is reactivating this historic community space. When we began looking at our work in Albuquerque, what we saw is a vibrant historic neighborhood that has a lot of deep cultural roots, a deep cultural pride, and then a commercial corridor that had an incredible amount of potential. And we wanted to support the community at large by targeting a few commercial properties. Our hope is that those would be catalysts for other outside investors and other businesses to repopulate the 4th Street Corridor in Borellis. HomeWise focused on thinking at a neighborhood scale for long-term community impact. In doing this, their definition of sustainability stretched further to include a focus on cultural resilience as well as climate resilience. But what is cultural resilience? Coming up, our conversation continues.
when you start expanding the understanding of what cultural resiliency and neighborhood resiliency, that's how we're referring to the, the commercial redevelopment work we're doing. So people don't have to commute long ways to their jobs necessarily, or they might have closer access to go grocery shopping and all these like things we know are important for a sustainable neighborhood and a sustainable community. In addition to revitalizing economic centers, part of cultural resilience is preventing displacement by ensuring quality, healthy homes for existing homeowners as well as for new ones. We're really working hard to identify and reinforce and expand that anti-displacement strategy in our target neighborhoods. So we have identified some funding and are looking for more for an energy efficiency deferred home improvement loan for the target neighborhoods we're working in. It could be that a family's been in their home for a number of generations and there's a fair amount of deferred maintenance. Maybe they need a new roof. Maybe their furnace is unsafe or their water heater just blew up. This deferred loan product where people could access that for energy efficiency improvements, including solar, including insulation or air sealing, um, new HVAC systems. And the intention of that is to make it so that the existing people that have deep roots in the neighborhood that are culturally bound to the community can stay in the community while there's outside economic forces potentially pushing them out. By funding high priority maintenance and quality of life projects, HomeWise makes it possible for residents to maintain ownership of their neighborhood. That's both literally in terms of continuing to own their homes and also socially to hold onto a place that's culturally theirs. A lot of that is in response to feedback we've gotten from the community, that this is something that is very important, that they don't feel like there's enough resources for them to stay in the neighborhood if they want to. And so we've, in the recent past, just really tried to shift our focus to make sure that we're identifying how we can help folks in any way possible. Being responsive to the needs expressed by the people who are most affected by displacement is the same impulse that led HomeWise to take on the challenge of neighborhood redevelopment in Santa Fe and in Albuquerque. A lot of the times we can work with a city and that makes people feel heard. And I think that is HomeWise's secret sauce sometimes is making sure that we're a good steward to the community. And that is professionally one of the most enjoyable things I get to take away from my time with HomeWise and the work that we're doing here. HomeWise has been on a journey. That journey has expanded their definition of sustainability and reinforced their commitment to green strategies. Along the way, HomeWise grew from being a well-respected community lender to being a leader of community stewardship. They realized that by acting as a developer and owner of projects, they could better pursue their community goals. That requires more than good quality housing for a few families at a time. It calls for community transformation. The leadership at HomeWise has shown repeatedly an appetite to take risk and to move beyond the comfort level, both in Santa Fe and in Albuquerque. And HomeWise's willingness to take a look at what the market needs were and be responsive and be a leader in the market, that flexibility and that willingness to take risks as an organization really takes all the limits off of what we might be able to accomplish in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, but also statewide in New Mexico.
Thank you to Carl Davis and Daniel Slavin for sharing HomeWise's transformative work with us. If you would like to learn more about HomeWise, visit their website, www.homewise.org. You can learn more about HomeWise and El Camino Crossing in my book that I wrote with Walker Wells, Blueprint for Greening Affordable Housing. The book is available from the publisher Island Press, as well as at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Or you can search for Blueprint for Greening Affordable Housing at www.bookshop.org to support an independent bookstore near you. At the top of the show, we played clips from Jamie Seymour on a KRQE Channel 13 news segment, New Mexico's Housing Shortage for Low-Income Renters, and the Santa Fe, New Mexican video article, Pandemic Adds Strain on Santa Fe's Housing Crisis. You can find links to those pieces in our show notes at urbanhabitatinitiatives.com. And on our website, you can also submit project ideas for season two of the pod. We're planning now, and we'd love to hear about the amazing green developments happening in your community. Connect with us. We're on Twitter at UHI Podcast, LinkedIn, and we have an email list you can subscribe to to be the first to know when new episodes drop. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our show and rated us on Apple Podcasts. It helps to spread the word about us. And thanks for listening. This episode was written and produced by Kimberly Vermeer and Clara Kaufman. Sound engineering and audio editing by Carl Isaac Krulowicz. Music by Matt Vermeer. Kimberly Vermeer is the executive producer. Green in Action is an Urban Habitat Initiatives production.